Hello and welcome to this, my first series of podcasts, Conversations on the Menopause. Conversations with real women like you and I about our experiences, what's worked, what hasn't worked and our hopes and aspirations for the future. I'm Louise Halliday and I am your host. I am 53 years old and I am proud and happy to say that I am menopausal. During this first episode, I thought I would share with you my hormonal story during my fertile years, my transition into the menopause and why for me, really the only option was a natural menopause and what that means and why I'd like to look at a different conversation about the menopause, a more positive approach. So my hormonal journey started at the ripe old age of 11 and through my teens I would experience really raging period pains which would mean that I would come home from school or college and I would head to bed with the strongest painkillers I could find and a hot water bottle and just sleep it off really and during my 20s what happened then was I developed PMT or premenstrual tension. So not only did I have the physical symptoms, I also had emotional symptoms as well. And my emotional symptoms and my physical symptoms would last for two weeks of every month. And I would spend the first half of my cycle feeling happy, motivated, alert, focused, and then two weeks into my monthly cycle, everything would change and it would change for the worst. I would binge eat. I would, um, I would be depressed. I would have swollen breasts that were sore and I, I would have mood swings, um, have brain fog. I would struggle to focus. I'd actually struggle to do functional tasks that I could do easily the week before such as parking a car. I remember sitting in my car and thinking, I can't park this. And having to really give myself a really good talking to and say, actually, yes, you can. Just take a breath, take a minute, and it'll be okay, you're just hormonal. My mum could actually tell tell where I was in my cycle by the sound of my voice. And this is how I lived for most of my life. And in my 20s, I tried to sort it out. So I couldn't take oral contraceptive. I couldn't take a natural progesterone. I tried homeopathy. I tried Chinese traditional acupuncture. And really nothing ever changed it. And the only one thing that I found that made a difference was a really, really strict free-from diet. And at the time, it was a vegan. In hindsight, it was a a vegan diet. And 20, 30 years ago, I didn't realise what that was. But I would spend a lot of time thinking about what I was going to eat. I would spend a lot of time thinking about uh, preparing what I was eating. And then if it didn't taste very nice, you'd sort of think, oh, my God, what am I going to eat now? It was just so restrictive that I found at the time that I couldn't, I couldn't do it. So I basically just accepted that for two weeks every every month, 
I would not be able to function to, to my best potential, really. And, and that's how it went on in my 20s, my 30s and into my 40s. In my 30s, I had my son. And again, it was pregnancy, as we all know, is hormone related. So I didn't do pregnancy very well. <laughs> I started being sick at eight weeks. I stopped being sick at 34 weeks and I delivered at 40 weeks. And then my cycle just returned back to normal. Two weeks on, two weeks off, every month, regular as clockwork. And then at 40, the surprise, surprise, I then became pregnant with twins and had two beautiful daughters. But guess what? The hormones kicked in again. And this time I felt nauseous almost the, the second that I conceived. I started being sick at four weeks. I was medicated at eight weeks and I stopped being sick after I delivered in the delivery room. And I'm amazed that my daughters went orange when they came out because I basically lived on cheesy watsits <laughs> for the duration of my pregnancy. I, I came home and I had twin babies. I was on crutches because I couldn't walk. I haven't had a natural delivery. My child, my son was just starting school. My husband worked away and my mum my came for two days a week to, to help me. And to say it was the most challenging time of my life is an understatement. So to, to cope, I ate and I ate and I ate and I ate. And in the beginning, it served me well. And but now, you know, a decade later, it's not serving me well. And now it's habits that I struggle, struggle to break. And being menopausal and 53, I've got the metabolism of sloth. So it makes it even makes it even a bit more of a challenge. So yeah, my 40s were the most challenging time of my life. And I think I probably had an element of postnatal depression in there. And my hormone, my PMT cycle being what it was, just carried on. And then for me, the perimenopause started, I would say around 46, 47. And I'm, I don't know really for definite when it did, but that's when I started with the migraines, which I'd never had before. And during my perimenopause, I've had so many symptoms. I can say I've had I've had the mood, I've had mood swings, I have had the brain fog, I've been in meetings with patients and just mid-sentence forgotten where I am um I've been forgetful I've had the mood swings I've had hot sweats night sweats uh, dizziness the joint pain that starts at six o'clock in an evening so that you can't actually get out of a chair um I've had loss of libido vaginal dryness itchy eyes thinning hair and my particular favourite is the sleeplessness and insomnia. So with my hormone health being the way that it had been and me talking to my mum all of the time, who knows me so well, my mum would always say to me, oh gosh, you'll be a different woman when it all stops. And so actually, that's all I've wanted to happen is that I would stop my periods. And 
because of my hormone health, I never really had any confidence that HRT would would be an easy transition. I was realistic enough to know to say, actually, do you know, this is going to be trial and error and it might get worse before it gets better. And it really just wasn't what I wanted. I just wanted it to stop. And so I tried the HRT. I've tried it twice. The first time I tried it because I'd read an article or listened to a podcast and I was scared and about what was ahead of me and, and especially when it was talking about the, the, the benefits of HRT for our cardiovascular health and our, and our brain health. I thought, you know, I'll give it a go. But after two weeks, my arm started swelling up and you just think, oh, no. And I couldn't get the patch to stay on properly and you just think, oh, no. Um, so I left it and then I hadn't had a period for six months and but I had an episode where I was awake for 35 hours and I was desperate so I thought I'll try it again and this time I had a massive bleed it was like a massacre and you think do you know what this just isn't what I want and Tony Robbins talks about our associations with pleasure and pain that's it's those that drive our decisions and and for me the pleasure of not having a period massively outweighs the pain of anything that the menopause can bring I just want it to stop and that's why for me a natural menopause was the only option really so what does that mean well for me it has been trial and error. I take supplements at, uh, during the day and at night. I practically rattle with the, num the number of supplements that I take. And, and, and as I say, it's been trial and error. I've taken, for, for example, I've taken turmeric and uh, for my joints. And actually, it's made a great big difference. It's really improved my joint um, pain to reduce my joint pain. And I'd seen for a, I'd be looking and for ages, they'd be saying, oh, turmeric and black pepper, turmeric and black pepper. And I'd be sitting there saying, I don't want black pepper. And only after about four years did I read an article that said, actually, black pepper enhances the effect of the turmeric. And you think, oh, for God's sake, if only I'd known that before. So, yeah, I love my supplements. Exercise. Years ago, when in my 20s, I used to run and then life got in the way and I had stopped running. So at 50, I did my first couch to 5K and absolutely loved it. I'm really fortunate that I live in, in the country, if you like. So all I have to do is step outside of my door and I can run down a country lane where it's peaceful. You hear the birds singing and it's just the best feeling in the world. So I will be continuing to run for as, for, for as long as I can. I do yoga. I love yoga as well because I love the stretch and the feel on my muscles and my joints keeps me supple. And I, and I like the meditation bit at the end of it. I've been able to meditate in my 20s and was because of my hormone health, I was consistently inconsistent. So I didn't actually do it. And I had this expectation that it was going to teach me something about myself that I didn't already know. And I was disappointed because it never really gave me that. But now that I'm menopausal, I've realized the benefit of meditation, 
that it slows your heart rate down. And when you get into a cycle of negative thinking, where you're ruminating over the same thoughts over and over, there's nothing better than sitting and breathing for 15 minutes and it just breaks the whole cycle. And for me, that's invaluable. And I only wish I'd known earlier just what a benefit it was. And I've also turned back to aromatherapy. I'd, I'd loved aromatherapy in, in my 20s and my 30s and had just let it slip, not really utilised it properly. And now that I've been menopause, I've made oils for, to help me sleep, that cool me down at night with hemp and sage. I've used oils for my joints with uh, black pepper and Jehovah oil. And I'm just sitting here now with oil in my hair to make my hair grow. So this is what a natural menopause looks like to me. And it's what makes me happy. So for me, the menopause has given me so many opportunities that I really didn't expect. Um, I'm now 14 months uh, without a period and it is absolutely the best thing ever for me. Um, I no longer have those raging ups and downs, the physical discomfort that I would get each month as well. So it's a blessing. I've more focused now than I've ever had. I've calmer than I've ever been. I used to go off like a bottle of pop. <laughs> the slightest thing, <laughs> the slightest injustice, and I'd be stamping my feet and uh, my fists on the table. And so I've, and I don't have that, those extremes anymore. Um, I've learned about myself, what I wanted to know, that I'd started in my 20s. And I found those bits of information about myself that I'd been looking for, mostly at three o'clock in the morning. Um, but nevertheless, the lesson was learned. And for me, that's been invaluable. So if I had the choice to do it all again or do it differently, no, I wouldn't. And I'm excited for the future of the next 30 years of my life. I don't see my life as being over. I see my life as beginning. And that I can do now what I've always wanted to do. I'm going to go to the Verona Opera Festival and see turtles swimming in the ocean. I'm going to learn Spanish and Italian, learn to tango in Argentina, travel the world and enjoy my family. My life is just beginning and it's, and it's so exciting. And I think that for me, that's why I'm so saddened when I listen to the conversations about the menopause now. Yes, we do need to have them. It's so vitally important when half the world's population is women and everybody's journey is different. And I think that's really what we need to acknowledge I, it saddens me when the only messages I hear is menopause misery. And I think we're setting up women who aren't even perimenopausal yet to be frightened because we're only hearing one, one side of the conversation. There is a balance. There are women out there who transition through the menopause with no problems at all, but we're not hearing their stories. And for me, it's about doing what works best for you. 
So if HRT isn't for you, then it isn't. If it is, then yes, great. If a natural menopause is appeals to you more, happy days. If you don't need to, if you don't need to do anything and you're happy how you are, then great. Everybody is different. And we need to celebrate women and the nature of women and womanhood. So that's my story. I hope you've enjoyed listening and you'll come back and visit visit me again. You have been listening to Conversations on the Menopause with me, Louise Halliday. For a positive approach to your hormonal transition, please visit my website, atreraaromatics.com. That's Atrera, O-T-R-E-R-A, where we celebrate the nature of womanhood. You can also find me across various social media platforms. Thank you for listening and please feel free to contact me with any questions or to join the conversation. I really hope you'll join me again next time.